I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You should have seen the fucking meat videos he was sending me. Like, he was doing the thing where he was like, good morning, and then like, just flipping his dick, and the way it thudded against his sternum, I was like, (laughs) well, of course I'm gonna drive from North Hollywood to Beverly Hills to fucking swallow your dick. Welcome back to That's a Gay-Ass Podcast, the podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It is me, Eric Williams, and this week we've got Big Dipper on the podcast, the comedian, performer, rapper, and co-host of Sloppy Seconds Podcast with Gay-Ass Podcast friend Meatball, who might be making an appearance on this podcast soon herself. This week, we dive deep, as you heard in that teaser, into queer representation in modern lit. (gasps) No, I'm kidding. We talk about dicks. Lots of talk about dicks. It's a classic app, I have to say, with just an extra sprinkle of horn. And you know I love a good horn app. Fun fact of the day is my episode of Senior Superlatives, hosted by Greta Teitelman, came out last week. If you're here from that pod, I love you so much and welcome here. I'm about to go see Greta perform with Dame Matt Rogers here in Los Angeles. And you know I'm going to be posting a full, brutal review. I want to get straight into this episode. The last thing I'll say is I'm about to officially book the next LA date for our Gay Ass Live show. It is going to be at a different venue that is bigger, brassier, bolder, and I cannot wait to tell you the official date so you can start to buy ticks and see what surprises we have up our sleeves. If you enjoy the podcast, follow along at Gay Ass Podcast and leave a five-star review. We just hit the one-year anniversary of the one-star review, which apparently materially damaged a straight woman's relationship. <laughs> it's an honor, truly. I love you so much and enjoy this Horned Up app. Big fucking dipper. Yeah, she makes the club go up. She's making a documentary about fucking. Yes, she is (laughs) the host with Meatball on Sloppy Seconds. And she is here. Big dipper. Thanks for coming on this fucking goddamn podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Big fan. Happy to be here. Um, The fandom goes versatilely. I have to say, when I was on Sloppy Seconds podcast, it was a big day for me and my family. And then when the video clips came out, I felt like I was joining a Hall of Fame. The clips are too good. It's sort of a wild thing. So we, you know, pulling back the curtain, I do run the network. So I am like involved in a lot of the goings on. And it was interesting when we developed the plan, they were like, yeah, and then we're going to start putting out clips of the show. But it's a week after the show premieres and it's an onslaught of clips it's not like one fun moment it's yeah. constant you're not every day the for a solid week it's how many videos per i'm gonna say a baker's it's, dozen it's 14 we <gasps> do two a day Wait, for a solid week after i was the joking oh my god no 100 I mean, wow that so wait do you, are, who 
I'm assuming you have a... There's a team, baby. Okay, thank you. <laughs> There's a squadron. There are queers in every corner of this great country in each of the four time zones that our United States of America spans. We have mom team members out there working their cute little butts off. From coast to coast, from tip yeah. to tap, to hole to hot, to boop to bap. It was that weird thing during the pandemic when we like hired new people. Like we didn't care where you lived, and then everyone was like, "Yeah, I can do that." It's five a.m. for me, and I was like, "Oh, what? Do you not live in LA?" I did do a podcast like two years ago, a year and a half ago, and their producer was from Australia, and it was yeah. fully like three thirty in the morning for them. I was like, "At what cost?" One of one of the dolls who runs our social media, uh, one, some of the accounts, she's fully in Melbourne, Australia. Listen, when you but when it's right, it's right. I was gonna say when you book sloppy seconds, you're gonna make it a first priority. Um, I yeah, it, it was the time of my life being on that that fucking show, and <laughs> I um I watch every clip with. And speaking of clips, I need to address an elephant in the room. There are a couple guests who have done this podcast, and I try to put out clips too. And um, yeah. I don't have the mom team yet, or just a team. I'll say <laughs> what I do. Uh, what I do have is um. Me and so I sometimes do not find the energy G G to put out a clip, and a couple of guests have they get a little sassy. They've sassed me, and I have a friend who I'm going to call him out because he deserves it. Henry it. Russell Bergstein was on this podcast. He is a famous casting directress. He's cast so many movies and plays and everything, and he gives me shit. And I've seen him probably 25 times, and every single time he'll bring up a clip that I have done recently and how he never got them. Big Dipper, what do you say when people sass you about your own fucking podcast? Well, I want to say the sheer audacity to have three names as a casting director when it's the bane of everyone's existence to meet an actor with three names. And they're always like, oh, the union, you know, I needed to do it for the union. I had to give my, uh, you know, uh, now I can't come up with a three name. Well, cut to me when I like (laughs) get my first Emmy and they're like, Eric D. Williams. And everyone's like, yeah, exactly. I mean, well, I, I would say take it as a compliment of that course. he had so much fun on the pod right. that he just wants to share it with his friends. Yeah, thank you for making it about me in a good way. The other thing that I have learned being a network executive mm. is that a lot of this content, if you're not doing the 24 hours news re- recap, like it's evergreen. People, I now watch Below Deck because my TikTok algorithm has put a series of three-minute clips of that show in front really? of me constantly. Are you watching never all seen the, the sh- franchisees? Or are you just watching once? Because it's like Blow Deck Sailing, Blow Deck Mediterranean. Are you watching all of them? I've never watched it. Oh, I, I just literally <laughs> watch the clips that get put in front of me, and they're from like years ago. I'm just scrolling on TikTok. So all of your podcasts are evergreen. That's the that that's is the real beautifully case. said. And I think to get back at Henry Russell Bergstein, the three name queen, I'm going to put up three the most queen. unflattering clip of him from his episode, and then yeah. I'll say, "Careful what you wish for, Girlina." Yes, like something where he's like fumbling or like can't remember. I'll do a, yeah. I'll do a, a cut of all of him just like saying um and coughing. Yes. Or just put up this clip of us dragging him and be like, here's your clip, bitch. Remember when Henry Russell Brooks needed that's a gay ass podcast? Here's your clip. (laughs) Fucking three name. Yeah, and then there's a network executive dragging him. God. All right. Well, that's I I got what I needed from that. Um This is totally how I was hoping that this conversation would go. Dragging another person. We drag a drag a friend of yours that I've never met. I'm a bandwagon bitch. I will jump on. If you say we hate this girl, I'm like, I'm there. I thought you were a backdoor bitch. A little of both. Both of them are BB, honey. Honey. (laughs) Okay, so I have a lot of things I want to do and say and be. And um, don't we all? Only because I'm this excited, I'm going to move this segment to what I should be doing later. I'm going to do it now because I've taken a sloppy seconds segment. And I've applied it to Big Dipper. It is the segment you have called Slant My Name. Oh, my God. And I this have done exciting. it for you, Big Wait, Dipper. Meatball's going to be jealous. Uh, well, Meatball may or may not be coming on this podcast and may or may not have her own slanting. So let's get into Slant Fuck My her. Name. I'm going to yeah. say some uh, slants of your name for the <laughs> listeners who forget. And I'm going to then ask you a question. So Big Dipper, let's get into it. First, slanting. Big Flipper. Big Dipper, what's your favorite 90s movie? Oh, 
I really like Empire Records. Did that come out in the 90s? I thought that was a TV show that stole from... No, Empire Records was a film <laughs> in, I believe, the 90s. It could have been... The, someone recently... I, I was talking on a recent episode of Sloppy Seconds. We were talking about the original How I Met Your Mother. And we were referring to it as a 90s sitcom. Because our friend Tian Tran, who's on How I Met Your Father... Who has done this very podcast. Okay, amazing. We love Tian. And we were talking. We were like, oh yeah, to reboot a show from the 90s. And someone commented and she was like, baby girl, that show premiered in 2005. So your (laughs) sense of the 90s. So I believe it was the 90s. I will say Empire Records. It stars Liv Tyler, Renee Zellweger... Ethan Embry? No, uh, he's on the gay Ethan show. Ethan Embry, yeah, he's in it. Yes, okay. There, the, it's kind of like an all star, like nineties alt rock. Do you know what? Yes. I think I've actually seen this movie, and it's all coming back. Oh yeah, because the cover, the cover is giving like blue swirly background. Liv is center with a cut off gorgeous blue shirt with a Cher Horowitz skirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Renee is giving body Audi. She sing. Renee sings at the end. A little tease to her future chicago and judy roles thank god for that god you know judy i I liked this movie because my older sister liked this movie and every gay boy who has an older sister just wanted to be and like the same things that she did isn't that the truth moving on to our next slam big yom kipper big dipper what's your favorite jewish holiday i want to say it's um now i can't remember it Shivuot? No, that's not what it's called. What's I mean, the one called where you holiday. make the structure in your backyard and Sukkot. you shake the lulav? Sukkot. I love that you remember lulav and etrog and you can't remember yeah. Sukkot. Sukkot. I will say we love a sukkah in the backyard. When I have a house one day, I want to like build a gorgeous... Oh, sorry. I'll have my husband build a gorgeous go. uh, tree-laden sukkah and then we're going to have a gorgeous meal beneath it. Now I'm Googling about Judaism. Did you Google Shavuot? Yeah. I guess it means weeks. So it's like, how many weeks? How many weeks do I give? Oh, my God. This is my Ju- Judaic ignorance. Um, but, yeah, I love a sukkah in the backyard, and I want to be a sucker in the backyard. You oh, know you I mean? want to be sucked under a sukkah? Yeah, that's right. Put a little glory hole in the sukkah. <laughs> The whole thing is a glory hole. Next question is Big Road Tripper. Big Dipper, have you ever fucked at a rest stop? No, but I have cruised at a rest stop. And it just, every time I've been (laughs) at a rest stop, it's been like two daytime, two family, two. (laughs) So you've unsuccessfully fucked at a rest stop. Yes. Big Gripper. Do you prefer tight (laughs) or sloppy holes? This is tricky. I guess I want to say tight. And I respect I like that. the idea of a sloppy hole, but when you're fucking one, you're sort of like, and? <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And? Okay, next one. Big Gaza stripper. How do you feel about Israel? I'm kidding. Don't answer that. Okay. Um, The next one is big New York stripper. If a chef could make you any meal right now, what would they make you? Ooh. I feel like I'm in a pasta mood. Mm. And I I like tortellini mm. or gnocchi. Mm. I like because they're so chewy. I feel like I would be into that. I'm also such a sucker for Parmesan cheese. Do you want like, a red sauce or, or a creamy sauce? Red. Thank you. That is correct. Next question Thank is you. big relationshipper. Do you prefer Oof. being single or do you want a relation? I don't know that I prefer being single, but I am so good at being single. I've been single the majority of my life. Every sort of relationship I get into is is I've had like one or two that lasted a little bit. But What's the longest your the, relationship has lasted? Th- three years and oh, some change. That's a and long we time. We lived together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you have a pet together? We did. We took in a stray cat who then bit me, and I had like like my whole hand swelled up. So and I'm I was like, your now I know what cat scratch fever means uh yeah and no but he still they still have the cat he has a new boyfriend who has my same government name you're kidding um 
similar red beard listen when you uh, he when you upgrade you upgrade it's fine what that is not what i was gonna say what i was gonna say is when you know you know what you're into you're into because <laughs> my fucking husband sees a single jewish man and he's like squirting it's like i was like okay you're fetishizing decades which i'd rather you fetishize than anti-semitize um okay um oh well this actually is a logical next question big guilt tripper are you the jealous type in relationships this is tricky because i don't have a lot of experience being jealous my big thing is like i like to be included Mm -hmm. um so i like to know the information i like to be on the inside track I feel a lot of envy in my professional life. Like I'm blinded to my own successes and to my own like, like cool opportunities. I'm just like, Oh, that's work. And then I see like one thing that someone else is doing outside of the realm of what I'm doing. And I'm like, if only I could do that, you know? So Taylor's old as time though. Yes, exactly. And I feel like I have so much more experience with work stuff than I do with relationship stuff. So I don't know. But I am definitely like, I want to sit in the corner and watch you have sex with someone else. That's like my kind of like, I'm into that. You just, yeah, you say do your thing, but include me. Exactly. Literally tell me all the details. Controversial question. Are you the type of like gay businessman version that you are married to your work and not a human? Yes. How do you feel about that? You know, change gonna come. Like something, something's gonna break. Oh my god, this is your romantic comedy movie. The one guy that was able to get his attention away from the empire. Speaking of god, the problem is speaking of empire. Um, the problem is as like an independent artist, you don't work for so long. Like there are zero opportunities. You're begging for someone to pay attention to what you're doing. You're doing the play that is a six weeks rehearsal and you perform for 20 people and your stipend is $75 at the mm-hmm. end of it. Like you're doing all of that stuff. So when you spend 10 years doing that and then all of a sudden people are like, Hey, you should produce this thing and you should run this. And I want you for this gig. And blah. I'm like, I'm saying yes to all of it. I'm going to work my ass off so that I can build for the future. So right now when people are like, Hey, let's date let's have fun let's do whatever i'm like i'm busy i'm doing something over here well right because you don't you almost have do you, okay do you think you have scarcity mindset yes 100 percent. i do too but i'm working so actively against it but i think that but if you were that, to stop doing stuff would you still have everything you have in four months what do you mean though having what like i would not have an apartment oh like, yeah everything would fall oh apart. no that's true so how can you not have a scarcity that's true that, well the scarcity is unfortunately the survival tactic too <laughs> but then like there's an emotional scarcity mindset that we need to like we need to our actual actions we are we can uh-huh. have a scarcity mindset but our mind did you do therapy just before this every goddamn week are you kidding me <laughs> i right now i'm in therapy with my therapist and then matt and i are in couples therapy and there are some Double days that we i have it both on tuesdays <laughs> Can you do anything else on that day? Oh, yeah, I can, I can cry. You're like, just jerk off and cry. Those three things. At the same time. No, I actually, I don't know. I'm My therapist tells me I'm a, I'm a really good multitasker, and I agree. I'm, like, able to really, like, dive into, although I, I will say at the end of my therapy sessions, I will be looking at the clock for the final six minutes to think of what I'm doing next. Not proud of that, but the, our sessions are an hour long. That's insane. But I love her so much. I had to stop going to therapy because I was, like, asking the guy for help and he was like and he was that's not how this he literally was like your life sounds really cool he was like he he was like you fuck whoever you want he was a fan you have no kids to take care of you literally like you don't have to spend your money on anyone but yourself you're successful in your career you do whatever you want sounds like you got it made and i was like sir i have internal freakouts every single day about my future Uh. about my balance about you know and he's like honestly i have he literally was like i have some clients who can't even get out of bed every day so like you're doing great this is the opposite of compare despair he's like he's comparing you to his fucked up patients he's like oh honey honey you should see the basket cases i walk in (laughs) 
No, and he was straight. So every oh. time I was like really trying to tell him graphic sex stories. No which, wonder. Like, ultimately, you don't need to do that in therapy. <laughs> You're giving more information than he needed to hear. You're like, so right. after I took my cock out he's writing he's like you're good yeah i think you're good i think you're good with your life you know that's why he said you're okay because he's like cool cool yeah he wanted to stop hearing about your disgusting fuck stories that's why he said you were fine i i do sometimes find that i want to tell more information that is necessary but also my therapist is a straight woman who i oftentimes will take out details that i i'm worried that will scandalize her internalized homophobia Correct. I have been diagnosed. But I've got the freakouts too. That's why I, it's I, not to make it about the Jew thing, but it's also cre- as creative people. Also, the shtetls were so chaotic back in our ancestors' history. What are we going to do? I do feel more Jewish talking to you than I do on my day. Can you do a Jewish life. accent? No. Okay. Um, so then let me get into the official podcast question which is big (laughs) dipper whose fault is it that you're gay who do we blame babe i think so sometimes i think about like um the old men at the rec center in the changing room when i would play racquetball with my dad party us but i think that's more about like why i like to fuck 70 year old men and that would answer that but you're not but you're saying that's not why you're a homosexual i don't know it's tricky um i think it's a combination of those things also did you go to like a big high school no i went to a high school where there was like a swimming pool like there were a couple swimming pools and so we would do so we had like a swim team were you on the swim team no 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 no. um i did theater in high school but I I took early bird gym class for like my schedule or whatever. So I would actually go to school at like 6.45 in the morning and do gym class for an hour just to like get it out of the way. And then I was like done with my gym class by like 11 or done with my school day by like 11 a.m. Stop. Yeah, it was great. I did that like my junior and senior year. It just made everything easier. But I remember when we were doing our like swimming unit. I would go into the locker room after swim class and one of the teachers would just be naked showering. And he would like bike to school and then use the shower. Show me or on like the sometimes doll. he would like show me on the doll. <laughs> Where did And I I always remembered because we would shower off the chlorine, but we would all shower like in our suits to get the chlorine off of us and then we'd like wrap the towel and do the because it wasn't we weren't on a sports team it was like in gym class so there wasn't even like the camaraderie of a sports team where you sort of eventually get over it meanwhile this fucking biker bodied bitch was fully nude yeah and i i remember like thinking that was weird but also being like that's a sneak peek of some dick that's what's the quote that's interesting that's suspicious um but i don't know that i you know i yeah I don't but know. you were also a theater faggot who dare i say that could be a reason that you became gay you grew you grew up in what evanston illinois you what what got you into doing theater Do you remember like the, one of the like reasons why you're like i want to be up there Yes, my sister, yet again, the trailblazer. No, I started doing community theater, like children's theater, when I was like eight years old. And it was very segregated. So it was like dancers, singers, actors. And they would always set the separate the plays like that. So like if you were an actor, you would do the acting scene, and then if it was a musical, the actors would like leave the stage and the singers would come on and sing the song. You're kidding. It was like they didn't understand what to do. Like the volunteer theater would be like like, uh This is what we're doing. Oh my gosh, I'm a nerd and there's a big plan. And then someone else would come out and be like Suddenly Or he would like act he wouldn't lip sync, but he would like act out the scene while the music was happening. Dipper, this so, one's atrocious. I was cast as a dancer a lot because I had like a little bit of rhythm as a young child. And then eventually they did the Wizard of Oz and they were like, we're going to do it a little more traditional. So I got cast as the lion mm. when I was eight years old. And I felt so much pressure. So much pressure. I had basically a panic attack. What were you worried about? Just being bad? 
I was like, there's so much pressure. If I don't want to do the show, then they can't do the show. And like, you know, I have to sing. I have to dance. I have to remember my lines. Like, it was a lot. My chest is tightening because I, 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 I know this feeling. And I remember my mom just said to me, she was like, well, let's leave. Like, you don't have to do this. I was like in my costume at the dress rehearsal, like sobbing. <gasps> and she was like, let's leave. Let's, we're done. And I was like, no. I can't do that to the group. <laughs> and so I like went on and did it. And that I think is a really formative because then I got like praise. I was like, good. And everyone was like, oh, you came back. Like I basically created this dramatic moment for myself. You did Anna Kendrick in the movie camp. She's fucked. I'm ready. And the goddamn show must go on. Yes. And so I could have just gone with my mother and been like, I'm done and walked out and then had like a peaceful, stress-free life. This is my sliding doors moment. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. It's very, uh, the poem. Two roads diverged in a yellow Thank road. you. I was waiting for you to be and smart. And I took the one less travel by. Thank by you. Robert Frost. I feel like I just watched you say all the bullet points of pi. I felt like you just went for an hour. 3.1415. That's what I feel like you just did with that poem. Um, wow, you really... So now you have a life full of misery and pressure and yes. creativity. Based like on, creative misery. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. gotta do it. But as far as the gay thing, I don't know, man. I definitely remember trying to come out to my mom when I was in middle school. Really? And then I like rescinded it. What do you mean? You said I'm gay, but never mind. I said, everyone at school calls me gay. But I know I'm not gay, and that's what's so upsetting to me. I love the dramatic That is, like, what I did. (laughs) Because it was, like, the moment. It was my two roads. I was, like, I could either come out now at 12 and say, everyone at school calls me gay, and I am gay, and I'm so scared. Mm. Or... I did what I did where I was like, and I know I'm not gay and I hate those motherfuckers for calling me. Listen, I think mo- the majority of, whenever I hear someone's like, yeah, when it came out at 13, I was like, how, bitch? I, I want to punch them in the throat. Serious. Well, I, <laughs> I try to agree to be a good host, but um, I actually, <laughs> You're like, I hate that. I, I don't, I won't do that. I uh, had the same thing. I said, people would make fun of me. And then my mom right. would try to be an ally when she now as an adult she's realized it wasn't maybe the right thing to say where she was like just because people are saying you're gay doesn't mean that you are which in my head was like okay cool then i'm not and i shouldn't be and i won't yeah and then i was taking my showers and the image of men kept coming into my head i would be like nope but i'm not gay remember i'm not gay and then just the voices and then of course i would not go to the pool with my family over the summer so I could watch porn on the computer. But my porn I was watching was just men jacking off because I told myself I was just learning about how masturbation works. I didn't like watching the men. I was learning techniques. I was a student of masturbology. The hurdles that we jump through. <laughs> Literally. And then by 18, I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm gay. Jesus Christ, enough's enough. I Okay, do you remember... So uh, my family had a gateway computer. Oh, yeah. Gateway made the, like, cow print. Yes. They're, like, their vibe. And they had something on the new computer. I remember I went with my dad to buy it, and it was called, like, the Time Machine or, like, whatever. It essentially reverted the computer back to how it was. So in case you fucked something up, you could be like, bring my computer back to 2 o'clock this afternoon. All the other, all the new (laughs) files will go away. Bitch, I exhausted that function like nobody's business. I was like, time machine? Like, nightly time machine in high school. The computer was panting. And I was looking at pictures that would load like uh, 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 slowly, these huge JPEG files. I remember I first started looking, and I think in a very toxic way, I would look at collegehumor.com Back before it was more of a comedy website, it mm-hmm. was like a frat boys hazing each other website. Oh, you like so that. So it was like farting in someone's face and you saw an ass cheek. Or like making someone piss their pants and you saw the outline of their dick and their wet short. So I would like look at that website and then it led me to some other like fucking disgusting gay pervert, you know, like archives of just wild photos and i never until i went to college i never watched porno videos i only looked at photos 
but it's not because you're really old it's just because you're weird i think it's the age thing no i i you know what it was is that i would never have the audacity to plug in headphones oh, and like listen yeah. to the porn i would be like i have to keep all my wits about me as i'm like looking at the, the computer screen late at night listen again the hurdles we jumped through my at one point we had a very old computer so my family my parents got a new one and so they kept the really old one and so my twin brother and i would sit in this back room and i we would like because we were at the age like don't look at my fucking screen we would point our computer screens away from each other and then while he was doing probably his homework or playing like you know pool on the computer he's looking at titties or titties i was <laughs> chatting with a guy that went to my school with me who i thought was maybe going to eventually either get naked with me or something because we would openly talk about again masturbating turns out he was just a straight guy a that... school <laughs> a, a scholar he was he was at the masturbatory we were school. both in university of Masterbology. Masterbology. I was getting my masters. <laughs> and not not him like really talking to you about technique. I mean, he, well, it was also like, so did you do it <laughs> today or yesterday? No, but I was, you know, th- like I like the conversations were like at first like very innocent about it, but then I of course try to be like, yeah, I actually might use my shampoo to as loop like whatever it was i tried to maybe insert a detail and i was like oh my god i was like oh my god this means that he is gonna get with me and then of course it never happened and now he's fully married to a woman and i think confirmed confirmed straight right but listens to this podcast you know just for the knowledge i'm gonna say his full name i'm kidding i'm kidding is it three it's three name it's a three namer it's (laughs) sean patrick Mendez. Mendez. <laughs> Isn't there an actor from American Pie that was like so hot that was like shot? It was a three namer. Yeah. Sean William Scott. Oh, yeah, that's him. Yeah. God, Sean William Scott. Jennifer Coolidge was his mother, of course. Oh, yeah. She was Stifler's, Stifler's mom. mom. Listen, it wow. all comes back. Did those movies make people gay? Yeah, because of Jason butt? Biggs J- and J- yeah, Jason Biggs Fucks fucking pie. the pie. Yeah, that and made me like, gay. I identify as a pie. <laughs> My pronouns are P I. Um, <laughs> Three point one four. <laughs> as you say, Nine, pie wrong. Two. I know. <laughs> Three point four. Try it again. Um, Three point one four. One five nine. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, American Pie very much radicalized. That's the whole, I do like, as horrible as this world is right now with what's going on to our people, I do oftentimes <laughs> like the comparisons of like people saying that drag queens are sexualizing children when I'm watching Jason Biggs go balls deep into a cherry pie. Yeah, at 12. At fully 12 years old in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Would you Would you suck Jason Biggs today? Maybe when he got older. Oh, he's not old enough for you yet? No. you. Oh, like, I forgot he has to be way, 70. The way he looks, I need him to be older. Mm. And that's of no, that, that, that's no positive or negative. It's just his vibe to me, if he was like 50 or 60, I'd be like, okay. How old was the last person you hooked up with? Ballpark. Oh, last person. I, I was thinking about the this one guy who came over but then i was like oh there was a guy yesterday um the guy yesterday was like 30 something that's a child they don't have they don't have to be old (laughs) what did the what did did he look like yesterday how was it how'd it go how i can show you show me you just can't turn it into a clip i'm gonna turn to a clip and then blur it out no and then the patreon subscribers have to pay five hundred dollars a month (laughs) to just see i'm gonna embezzle money from the listeners this is the guy from yesterday oh yeah god jeez wait is his dick blurred out it is because these are photos on instagram and he like blurs his dick out on instagram and he didn't murder you and your family oh my god he is very hot yeah how was Um, the hookup and he's in a thruple (gasps) those are his husbands okay wait did you say his husband's I think so. I don't know. Come on, Mormonism. Okay, wait. They're both very bearded and very handsome. 
Yeah. See, he's very hot to me. His husbands are hotter. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say. I was gonna say more my type. Yeah, but they are hotter. But you should have seen the fucking meat meat videos he was sending me like he was doing the thing where he was like good morning and then like just flipping his dick and the way it thudded against his sternum i was like (laughs) well of course i'm gonna drive from north hollywood to beverly hills to fucking swallow your dick and then after he came in my mouth he looked at me and he was like that was really good you like don't have a gag reflex (gasps) i was like i do have a gag reflex did you hear me like choking and he was like yeah but it was hot i was like it was hot and then he said i'm moving to chicago in two weeks and then he said i'm moving to chicago (laughs) and he said that's so funny because i'm from there and i just decided to move back home did i or did i not you know what's funny is my parents have a basement there's a sukkah outback and (laughs) we'll fuck in the glory hole in the sukkah um well then since we're on the topic of fucking can you please tell me about (laughs) you have a documentary that you're working on about Uh fucking and you tweeted Uh recently that you uh were filming at a sex party Uh uh-huh and there was an invitation for people to to go how did how was it on set did you get all the shots (laughs) did you get all the coverage yeah it was it was really interesting. So this is the beginning of like a long term project where we're exploring sort of like the landscape of gay sex in the 2020s. Mm. Um, really with like, obviously, there are like major medical advancements uh, with prep as well as a lot more people understanding the concept of U equals U mm-hmm. as far as people who have undetectable uh, HIV uh, status and um, I really feel like there's been a rise of the cum dump. Um, when I was younger, yeah, of course, I heard about Treasure Island Media and I knew about cum dumps and I knew that like people, you know, the classic and iconic uh, award winning film Dawson's 50 Load Weekend, uh, which in certain circles everyone knows about and other people, other circles people are like, wait, the show with Katie Holmes? And you're like, different. It's Katie Holmes. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like everywhere I turn, there's a cum dump and it's like, are you even having sex unless you have five loads of different people in your ass when you, you know, finish? And so that's the sort of exploration. But one big thing that I wanted is I didn't want to make a documentary that was about really pushing the boundaries of like sexual expression and not showing actual sex. I hate when people are like, you know, and my fetish is like as many strangers as possible to load me up in the ass. And it cuts the B roll of like two hands, like frolicking <laughs> in the shadows. And you're yeah. like, no, show me the dick in the butt. And so at least show me like 14 sets of legs. And then the camera pans up to what it pans up to a gremlin hanging out, a gremlin uh, bouncing <laughs> on the lower back of someone on all fours. Are you envisioning? Uh, this wherever it is wherever we get to watch it we get to see cock going into hole yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i want it to be like an actual conversation like i don't want to pull any punches in the conversation and i don't want to pull any punches when we're showing the footage so you know i don't know maybe it'll have to premiere on its own website or behind a paywall or something because like you know they don't want to put that on a streaming service like i don't know but uh, we started with a weekend of shooting. We threw a sex party. We invited people from the internet, not professionals, just whoever wants to come and fuck. There will be a camera crew there. Some people got really spooked out. Uh, and then other people showed up and they were like, great, no face, and just walked into the room. Like I told people, you can wear a hood. You can wear like a COVID mask. You can bring your own like – what do they call it? Uh, baklava. Baklava <laughs> sounds delicious. Balaclava, you know, like a head wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you can obscure your face anywhere you went. The first guy who showed up walked in and sort of casually over his shoulder to the camera crew said, "No face," and just walked in and started fucking the the guy who was on the bed. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, bro. We're filming your face. Like, I'm not going to, I'm going to blur your face out, but like, you're not doing anything to obstruct your face. So (laughs) you walked into a room full of cameras. I hope he has the most 
easily recognizable tattoo. No face. Says his he name does on the back. Okay. And then he was texting his wife during the break. Like he tapped out for a little bit and he was off to the side and I was like checking in with him and he was like, oh yeah, sorry. My wife is texting me about her nail appointment for tomorrow. I have to send the nail tech money. So I need a minute. And I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm speechless. Like our, our modern relationships that modern and that open that he's at a cum dump on camera. Yeah. And then he's like going home to his wife or did they, are there people who are literally doing that kind of gay fuckery and going home to live a straight life and hoping no one finds out? I have you ever seen Wish t- there was Tangerine? A cam- oh, I have seen Tangerine. Like when he goes home to his family. Well, that's the thing is it's crazy to me that a like you're saying we've come so far and yet there are men and that yet. and yet I also find it miraculous that there are people who listen to this podcast who are straight women and i wish there was a a camera fixed on their faces listening to am i being too vulgar no it's called that's a gay ass podcast what if i was like you cannot curse um are you into felching felching (laughs) that's let's 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 make sure the definition is spelled out (laughs) that is where the cum is in the hole Uh and then the a, a person eats it yeah or it's squirted back into someone all right all right jesus h (laughs) i've never felched (laughs) when's the last time you felched how old was the guy (laughs) you felched most recently (laughs) i don't think i've done much felching i'm not really ass the mouth yeah i get that can you tell me the title of this episode that we can use the word felch in what's the play on words for felch the f- what's that steven spielberg biopic that just came out <laughs> um, <laughs> it's called um, oh i got one what's that movie with sarah jessica parker and um diane keaton and rachel mcadams called <laughs> felch wives club <laughs> no the family felt <laughs> the family felt <laughs> the felchelmans steven spielberg's yeah, the, the felchelmans Felchelman yeah that's good a nice jewish family the feldsteins um (laughs) here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs coming off their parents plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow, I was hoping the episode would go into felch wordplay. I do want to ask you the next podcast question, which is big fucking dipper. If the world was ending, you could only save one character actress, who would you save? Oh my gosh. This is such an intense question because it could go so many ways. Um, I do have a sweet spot for a couple of like the Lauras in the world, Laura Dern, and I was yes, and, and Laura Linney, Laura Linney, yeah, just the two of them. Uh, but <laughs> I was thinking about like like Cicely Tyson, oh, but I wow. do feel like she always plays this. You know, at this point, you're just sort of like. Well, every time she appears, and like R.I.P. She's, you know she, I yeah, mean? I was gonna say she fucking died at like ninety nine and a half, and you want her to give a tour to four. on set. She was on set. No, but I mean, she was still playing. <laughs> I like, fully believe you. She's been playing like the grandma with the sage wisdom since she was sixty. She spent thirty <laughs> years playing that. Um, I, I okay. I don't know that you would argue she's a character actress, but I feel like. Debbie Mazar in every film where she is the best friend with the attitude and the lisp. <laughs> it's like you cannot go wrong with casting Debbie Mazar. Okay, so Debbie Mazar to me is a character actress simply because she has a speech impediment. <laughs> okay, amazing. I uh, because it's like she's never going to get the role. She's always <laughs> going to do like you know, four days of filming on the three month. Debbie Mazar like, is Medusa. Sorry, Medusa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making I fun love, of the impediment, by the way. I love, I love how she speaks. When she pops up in a film, I'm like, fuck yes. She, in a way, to me, is a cousin artistically of Joan Cusack. A hundred percent. Because I think that the mouth, there's a mouth work. There's. And the lips, the lips on Joan Cusack. Yeah, I mean... Have you seen the film In and Out starring Kevin Klein? Of course I have. Kevin Klein is from St. Louis, where I am from. That movie is wild. Yeah, it's... Oh, wow, yeah. And Joan Cusack looks great in it, by the way. Oh. Wait, I googled In and Out just to get some photo references, and there's a Decider.com article that says, Was it good for the gays? In and Out. Who wrote that? Written article. in 2014. Let's go to Tyler Coates. Their Twitter. Oh, that's a person. That's that, a person. Don't we all know that person? He is a ha- handsome bearded ginger who is the awards editor at The Hollywood Reporter. Shout out to Tyler. Hi, Tyler. I think I sucked off your husband yesterday. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, guys. that's how I recognize him. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm sure. Tyler. But everyone's open, right? That's the deal. Everyone's Everyone open. is open. Everyone is awesome. That's a Taylor. That's a Taylor Swift song. Everyone's open. It's sh- if it's not, it should be produced by Todrick Hall. Do you feel like she's queer? Because you've seen these rumors about Taylor Swift being queer. Right? She's not cool enough to be queer. Okay. <laughs> Do you think she's queer? I love a conspiracy theory. I just stumbled upon the nasa conspiracy theories where they're showing all the footage of the astronauts reporting from the space station and they're like there's a green screen it's a harness they weren't re- it's crazy you're I like, kidding me these popped up on my tiktok and i was like i see why people fell in love with q and on and like i was gonna to have say their do you think 5g has a vaccine connection are you one of those no, I don't actually think that. I just love when these conspiracy theories come together. And Taylor Swift is a celebrity that the fans love to dissect like every single moment. I don't know that I've heard a Taylor Swift song since after the one that Todrick danced in. Right. Look what you made me gay. And Look what you know, you made it, me gay. <laughs> but I saw this whole thing where they were like, she's dating Carly Kloss, the model and like if that was true i would care for me taylor would like google it see what happens i bet you taylor swift lesbian carly Carly did it pop up 
Taylor's wait, it's 2014. Taylor Swift denies <laughs> secret lesbian romance with Carly Kloss. Who uh, wrote that? Tyler Coates? No, it was his husband. <laughs> um okay, I'm such an idiot. I it <laughs> what what so the article is in the daily mail and i was gonna tell you the name of the person who wrote it and i was gonna say mail oh i think it's french it's just the without spaces mail online reporter um yeah no this is fully 2014 i will say there was an october 2022 in ev magazine by nicole de monique thank you for the french name is taylor swift bisexual this tiktoker has a wild conspiracy theory about gayler God. i saw that tiktok and that's why i'm talking about it how much time now. do you spend on tiktok about 20 minutes a day it's oh. they just know to send me the fucking conspiracy theories well then in 2019 cosmopolitan our taylor swift lover lyrics prove she dated carly claus see it's not i would fake. just rather think about jake gyllenhaal getting throated by a man with a beard versus if taylor swift maybe showed her vagina to carly claus once at a party I love that you said getting throated. Thank you. I don't ever say that. I want to start using that. I hope you do. But I'll say it like Debbie Mazar. <laughs> There's no S in Get it, Get throated. <laughs> now she has an R thing. Yeah. Um. Wow. <laughs> I cannot tell you how glad I am that we've had a fuck festy episode of that's a gay ass podcast and i want to like make one thing clear i try to <laughs> separate the jews but last week we had a <laughs> jewish guest and your episode is going to be coming out and that you're also jewish and i just want the listeners to know that i was canceled upon by someone who was going to separate i was going to have a bit of a change but that doesn't dissuade me from asking you a question i ask all jews in this podcast big dipper did you have a bar mitzvah yeah. and what was your theme if you did i had a bar mitzvah i had no theme the theme was getting throated <laughs> <laughs> no what happened was is that my mother grew up jewish obviously and was sort of heavily forced into her religious education right. and quit and hated it so that when i um was growing up they were like eh, let's go to the synagogue you'll go to sunday school but you don't have to do hebrew school you don't have to do the whole rigmarole because i hated as a kid so i'm looking around and all my friends are having big barmbat mitzvahs and they're having this like special moment and i'm going like Wait, so I go to temple every week. I like go and I do the like the social and the secular portion where we like learn about stories from the Torah, but like I'm just not learning Hebrew. That's the only thing I'm not learning. Mm. And that's what's putting that's what's standing in the way of me having a bar mitzvah. So I was like, give me a tutor. <laughs> so I got a tutor and give me a tutor um, and a Torah stat. Exactly. So I had my bar mitzvah in my eighth grade year instead of my seventh grade year because it took me a little while to catch up with the tutor. And because I did that, it was like the first bar mitzvah in a year that people had attended because everyone was like so tired of them in seventh grade. Every Saturday morning, you had to go to a bar mitzvah. And the parents were less financially strapped by all the gifts they had to give. And so you probably cashed in. I did, and I had a great party, and there was no theme. We just, like, literally ordered pizza and had a DJ who, like, got us to all do the cha-cha slide. Of course they did. Um, can you tell – do you know the prayer over the wine that you can say right now? I do this to Matt all the time. Uh, nope, that's for lighting. Uh, Mazel tov. That was, God, that was weirdly sexier than I thought it would be, hearing a hook <laughs> come from the back of your throat. Um, do, do you like it when I like my grandpa before he died, he would always do S's instead of. Of course. Um, Vietzkadal, Vietzkadal, Vietzkadal. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, that's some old country shit right there. That's, yeah, that's some fucking Poland ass. My grandfather, who is still on this earth at 94, does that, and I get rock hard. <laughs> Do you remember the first couple words of your Torah portion? Rani Akara, Luyala, 
Come on, Riff. What was yours? That, like, full pop star. <laughs> and you're like, done. Slay me. Put me on the Bima. It's time to turn the party. Let's do our let's do our tour portion at the same time. Five. Six. I did all all that I know. We'll I do that again. It. Five, six, seven, eight. Fly a care. I hate you. Oh, from weekend update. I'm Eric. I'm kidding. I don't know why. Um. Okay. So I have to end this gosh darn recording. But I before I do that, I want to ask you a question, which you were not prepped on. Big Dipper, what is yes. the best Whoopi Goldberg film? Oh. Okay, this is tough. Obviously, they're the 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 absolute favorites. The best one. I I we're, I think we all understand that you want us all to say Sister Act 2. <laughs> I fully understand that. What um, makes you say that in my face is that I'm giving you? <laughs> you're like, duh. You're like actually texting me on the side. I'm holding up a piece of you're paper. Like, that joyful, I... joyful. <laughs> Lord, we adore thee. Oh, happy um, day. I also always think that the young woman who sings with Lauren Hill when she is, um, God, what song is, is she singing on the sparrow. Yeah. I'm always like, she's got an amazing voice. She's incredible. And uh, then she's always, she says to her, she's like, I can't do it like you. And I'm like, yeah, you can. And it turns out you can. Well, she's also the <laughs> interesting one that like Lauren Hill also says, man, I can't like, I if just, I could sing like you, it's, this is just for church. Or no, now yes. I'm conflating the two. But yeah, they're both like, you're good. No, you're good. It's like, bitches, you're both good. Incredible. Incredible, even. I, I, that song, His Eyes on the Sparrow, again, we are two Jews talking about a song about Jesus. But that song is, I sing because I'm happy. Uh-huh. That's all. And I sing. Okay. This is problematic. But I very much like the film Karina Karina. Not problematic, and you are in good company. I cannot tell you a single person who has said that title in this podcast, but there have been them, and they are good people. (laughs) 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 No, that's a great one. I also need to shout out The Page Master. She does not get enough due as the animated book in the cartoon film The Page Master. Just good. We'll we'll watch it sometime. We'll We'll get baked and watch it sometime. The Page Master. Oh, it's so good. Macaulay Culkin is like a real human, and then he becomes a cartoon human. Oh, is it good? I opened for his band one year at South by Southwest. That was wild. That Okay, the stories she has. And I am just a fucking huge fan, and I mean that. Where can people follow you, Big Dipper? Um, well, I have a podcast that comes out twice a week on Tuesdays and Fridays. It's called Sloppy Seconds. I co-host it with Meatball. So you can find that everywhere you listen to your pods or on Fridays when we interview guests, we have those out on YouTube. So you can look that up, Sloppy Seconds Podcast. And then uh, my social media is all Big Dipper Jelly. I have albums on Spotify and Apple Music, and I make a bunch of music videos, and they're all on YouTube. And they're so fucking good, and I mean that with all of my gay-ass heart. Thank you for coming on Big Dipper. I hope to see you soon, and let's watch The Page Master. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 